You are listening to the Young Culture Podcast, where young adults from all backgrounds and experiences share their ideas and opinions. And this is Vanita here, and I have Samantha, Kim, and Allison here with me. And I really wanted to do this episode today because we have a election coming up. And I don't know, I used to be one of those people who used to be like, hey, why does it matter if I vote? Like, my one vote doesn't matter, but obviously you grow up a bit. And then you learn some stuff, and then you realize that, no, your vote is important. So I really wanted to have you three on here to tell myself, I think I still need more education on this, and for the people that are listening about how our politics works and why it's important to vote. But before we get into that, I would love for you guys to introduce yourselves. So, Samantha, if you want to go first. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm Samantha Jack. Uh, I study political science at Kuala Polytechnic University. I'm in my fourth year. I've studied here at KPU and Harvard University as well. Okay, we're gonna have to elaborate on that later. But <laughs> um, hi, my name is Kim, and I graduated last year from Simon Fraser University with my bachelor's of science and a health science major, as well as a certificate in social justice and currently I'm working at a nonprofit um, that partners with different indigenous communities doing um, after school and uh, youth programming. Nice. Hello everyone my name is Allison Gonzalez and I graduated from KPU with a degree in political science. Uh, I've worked a lot in policy through my university kind of career, and then I'm now working as a policy analyst for the provincial government. Awesome, exciting. Well, I'm so happy to have you guys here. I feel like between the three of you, you guys have a lot of a lot of good stuff to talk about. So why don't we get into the nitty gritty? So I I want to know, and maybe for the rest of the listeners, like why don't you give us a SparkNotes version <laughs> of how our politics works? Generally, how it works is uh, this is uh, this election coming up is a federal election where we choose uh, representatives locally to represent us at the federal level, the nationwide level. And the majority um, uh, party, the leader then is elected as prime minister. Cool. Cool. That's generally like the very, very general explanation, right? Like the very general. <laughs> Why don't you guys give us a little bit of an explanation about each of the parties and what they symbolize? I, I'm trying to remember from my social studies 11. <laughs> of like, you know, the left to right <laughs> chart. But yeah, why don't you guys give us a, a little bit of an explanation about some of the parties? Well, I mean, there's the, the main parties, which most people know about, which are the conservative the liberal NDP and green parties. But for example, in my riding and I'm in Victoria right now, there's, I want to say nine um, folks like running in, in for the election. So it definitely does expand just beyond like the traditional parties that we know. Like I think one of the ones running in my riding is the veterans coalition party and we have an animal protection party. Um, but I think like maybe just for the, sake of this podcast we could maybe focus on the four sam and kim do you guys have any thoughts on that yeah no that's 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 probably uh wise i think the (laughs) those that are getting most media coverage 
um, obviously are the liberal, the conservative, the new democratic party, the green party, as well as we're seeing a lot more representation of the uh, people's party and the bloc Quebecois as well uh, represented in, you know, national media, but we can probably stick to those more well, the most well-known, which are the top four liberal conservative NDP and green. Cool. So who is the uh, person for each each party? The candidate? Yeah. <laughs> person. <laughs> um, I guess I can speak to this because it's something at least that I know. Yeah. Um, so for the leader of the Conservatives is Andrew Scheer. The leader of the Liberal Party is Justin Trudeau. The leader of the New Democratic Party is Jagmeet Singh. And the leader of the Green Party is Elizabeth May. Okay, cool. Yeah, I watched the debate mm. last week. So I, <laughs> yeah, I remember. You got them. Yeah, I got this. So yeah, okay. So, let, okay. So the main reason why I've got, I brought you guys here, is the whole point of thinking that your vote doesn't count, mm-hmm. or like uh, who's gonna listen to me, or what, what, what am I of any significance in this whole process? So I want to ask you guys a little bit about the voting system and why it's so important for us to be voting. So like one of the big things that I wanted to ask you guys is if you are someone who is choosing to vote, what do you technically get a say in? Like what does your vote buy into with this whole election? Right. Um, voting in democracy is really important because it provides people, us, citizens, <laughs> an opportunity to use our voice uh, and share our opinions. Uh, and this is what we do when we cast our vote, when we put our ballot in the box. Um, it, it, uh, it allows us to hold certain leaders accountable to their promises and to their actions. Um, and we can also, if we don't like them after four years, we also have the ability to you know, re-vote, recast, realign our principles. But basically, um, the, the, the vote itself is uh, a commitment to uh, aligning with certain uh, politi- uh, politicians and what they represent. Mm-hmm. So when you're voting for someone, you are saying, I agree with you on this, the, your opinions, on your platform, on your image of what you want for the government. Be it a certain policy change to reduce taxes or to um, make university tuition free or right (laughs) so when we when we when we vote for politicians it's it's really a choice for the society we want to see in the next you know term be it four years be it eight um it's it's really a, a telling the politicians that we want you to move forward with your opinions and your ideas for you know the canadian government and um because we support it we we do want zero tuition. We do want to ban single plastics. Mm-hmm. We do want to cut taxes or raise taxes or support social programming. Um, so really, it's just to uh, really solidify um, your own opinions in uh, the coming future. Totally. Okay. Can you add to that? Yeah. Um, I feel like oftentimes, uh, especially if you're like a young voter, uh, you're not really seeing yourself represented or um, there's governments out like that are in power that aren't really addressing any of the issues that you care about, that your family or your generation might care about. And then it can often kind of lead people to say, well, I'm not voting anyways because 
certain governments always get elected mm -hmm. and they don't represent my views. But if you're not voting, then those governments will keep getting elected. <laughs> so it's important for you to um, go out there and to vote and to encourage others to vote. And it's only if we are able to get more people to vote that would have more of that representation at like the federal level. And we really Absolutely. see that. Oh. Oh, sorry. No, I, I was just going to say to like to Kim's point, like even thinking to the Alberta election, and I think it was in 2015 where the NDP got elected and everyone thought that that was impossible. Like everyone assumed like Alberta will never go orange and the youth came out really, that's what moved it. And the youth decided that they were going to vote and they changed government and a lot changed in Alberta because of that. And I think people just, if you think, okay, you, my vote doesn't matter, but, and then a whole group of people think that then of course, nothing's going to change. But I think if you encourage your friends and yourself and everyone goes out and votes, it, it can definitely make a difference. And we've seen it in Canada. We've seen it in BC. And um, it's just a matter of voting and seeing the change that you've kind of created. But sorry, Sam. Uh, no, it's good. Uh, we're really going to see that this election, especially because most of the um, past two or so elections, we, the, the majority of the demographic of people who's voting, so the certain group of people who goes to vote um, has been, you know, the baby boomers, the, I don't want to say old timers, but you know, it, you can it's say it, the old timers, the old timers <laughs> right? It's, 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 it's our turn as, you know, millennials, Gen X's to move forward. And we are the majority demographic of people, the biggest group of people that's going to come out for the vote. And it's important that we shift the paradigm away from my vote doesn't matter because mm -hmm. it does. Mm -hmm. We make up the majority of right. the group now that casts their vote. So we really do have a lot of sway and influence in terms of this election. Um, and people who, who abstain from voting because they think their vote doesn't matter. Uh, I always like to encourage, you know, you, you, it may not affect you or in, in, a, in a way that you might see, but it's important also to look at, um, uh, pol politicians and politics and, and their commitment to social social justice just because it may not affect you in whatever you know upper middle uh, working class you might be it doesn't uh, mean it doesn't affect the uh, people in the lower classes as well um, with uh, cuts to funding less social programming so even if it might not affect you, it's also important to think of the bigger picture of who do we really want to support, yeah. who's already struggling, and how can we, you know, alleviate some of that for them. Yeah, that's a good point. I like how you framed that, too, because, you know, as a society, we do like to help, and, you know, that is one of the values that have been ingrained in us, um, what, like, I don't know, even in youth programs, yeah. we always <laughs> preach that, right, to, uh, to pay it forward. So, yeah, no, I think that's a great point, and even, I think just even in the in the most simplest form, how lucky are we that we can just walk into a school oh, gym, just get a piece mm -hmm. of paper or whatever, I don't know, is it like machine, whatever, yeah. tick something off and just leave and go on with your day, right? Some people have to actually fight yeah. to do something mm -hmm. that simple. I think that's a huge thing and something that, like, we, frankly, we take it for granted here in mm -hmm. Canada, that we have this, like, democratic right to vote and that we have this kind of spectrum of different parties and you can kind of find someone that you align with or like members that you align with as well where in other countries like you said people are fighting for this right or they're they're just not getting or it or just denied it yeah, yeah. like mm -hmm. we as like all the four of us could 
easily be denied somewhere else to do yeah. something mm-hmm. as Absolutely. simple as no, mm-hmm. I think yeah, just a simple thing. Just just go to the school just, gym. Just go to the gym and just go check a person's name off that you <laughs> that you find important. Especially especially as um you know university students. I'm assuming mm-hmm. some of us might be university students us <laughs> listening and us mm-hmm. uh, who have studied here. There's a great initiative that's brought forward by Elections Canada where you uh, get to vote on campus. It's called mm-hmm. voting on campus, and they have nice. real time tallies of uh, submissions made on campus. So this not only applies to, you know, students taking a break from class and going and filling out a little ballot, but it also applies to everyone that works at the university as well. And I just wanted to mention too that um, voting, like we mentioned, is really easy. But another great thing that people don't realize is you can take time off on the day from work from school to go thing, vote. Right? Yeah. It's regulated. Yeah. Your employees can't tell you no if you want to leave vote. and go vote. <laughs> right? So there's yeah. really no excuse. And, you know, especially for people like us, I know a lot of my friends who aren't really interested in politics are saying, you know, oh, well, they don't talk about any youth issues. Why would I care if some, you know, rich white guy gets a tax cut or a tax increase why why would that affect me but politicians look at votes government looks at you know trends and that's how they choose to target their uh, their campaigns and their platforms so if young folks don't we don't we don't um use our voice and use our vote then how can we expect them to gear certain policies around us right absolutely and I- yeah, and I think that, like, kind of also to that point is there's a reason that the right to vote is fought for in so many places or by so many groups, and there's a reason it's denied is because it can have such a big shift in the way that politics is done and the way that funds are distributed. That's why there is restrictions. That's why they do try and deny it and minimize it so that the power and that control can't be accessed by everyone. And so when you exercise your right to vote, you're accessing that you're gaining the access to that power to say, no, this is what I'd want to see happen. Totally. And I think that that's really powerful. Yeah, no, I agree. And like, I, I just had a question that popped into my head. I feel like what you were saying earlier about um, like kind of the negatives behind engaging in politics, like, well, what does it have to do with me? Blah, blah, blah. I feel like, especially when you're younger, and this just speaks to like any young person, you absorb certain things a lot easier than other things. And I think those kind of things get sensationalized and it almost turns into this narrative mm-hmm. about politics. Like my vote doesn't matter. I'm one person or why do I care what some rich white person does? But do you guys have any advice for young people out there to kind of not get caught up in the crazy and just really, really just uh, focus on the facts and figure out what's really important here? Yeah, I mean, it can be tough, especially with like, I mean, having like all this social media and access to so many different voices and opinions, it can have like benefits as well, but it can really overwhelm you and kind of lead you to that sense where you're like, well, it seems like everyone is just corrupt or everyone is just like this, or I don't know who to vote for. I'm even more confused now than I was before. And like, what's even the point? But I think um, definitely kind of just like doing your own kind of like personal research Mm -hmm. and like looking up. Um, if you're interested in any party and that's a great thing about having this access to is that like the party platforms are 
always just online. Um, you can find them online. You can oh. find like quotes that like leaders have said and yeah. what like journalists are saying about like, what this. a time to be part exactly. of exactly <laughs> and I feel like that's why we don't really have to go too much into mm-hmm. the parties because mm-hmm. it's like it's all out there for you yeah. and so like no one has to really sway your opinion mm-hmm. when it's just kind of laid out there mm-hmm. um and so I definitely think looking into like the different parties and looking into um your local members as well and like mm-hmm. they're pretty accessible like I've had talks with like my local candidates as well like they're always looking for you to kind of reach out to them even if it's just to grill them on like their platform like it works right uh, i dm'd um no i forgot the one for ndp in the federal one like the candidate for it Jack's meeting. There Jack we go. Meeting. Yeah, I DM'd him to follow me, but like he never, he never followed you. <laughs> oh, no. That wasn't an easy spot. But it seems he's the most popular among youth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he is. If Rihanna's seems... following him, then that says something. <laughs> I think Drake's following him as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I'll be next. So. Also, so I guess just like, just quickly going back to like how people could maybe start and I think start at your local level like find out the elections Canada websites really easy to follow and you can find out who the candidates are it links you directly to their websites Um, they all have offices in your writing so or they should Um, and so it should be fairly easy to find them if you want to go talk to them and they kind of see them in person because the election's coming up they're going to be around the community at different events so just start locally and find out what your local candidates about and see if you connect with them and if you kind of jive with what they're saying and then I feel like it's easier to kind of scale up and be like okay now the party that they're part of what is that party saying and what's the leader of the party doing because at the end of the day it's your local member that's going to be representing your concerns and sometimes knowing what they're about is really helpful in informing how they're going to represent you and what the the party that they're part of um what the feel of that party is yeah I mean, hey, it's just like if you want to go look up a makeup tutorial on YouTube. <laughs> makeup, or if you're trying to plan a trip, you got to do your research first. Mm-hmm. So same thing here. It just takes a little bit of poking at the internet on some reliable sources. And you can find what you need to get. So I want to get into some listener questions if you guys are down for that. Mm-hmm. Let's take a looky. Let's see. What can we start with? Uh, okay, well, you guys kind of just talked about this right now. If you want to add anything else, you can add it. Um, how relevant is the individual MP and their belief stance on issues versus the entire party? Um. <laughs> yes, Kim's boyfriend. Prepared, but I, didn't. <laughs> um, I feel like being like a member of parliament and being sort of like a backbencher uh, member, it can also, it can feel like if you're electing someone who you think, I don't know, isn't part of like one of the main parties, but you're still kind of like, you're really into this candidate. You think that they can do a lot for your community. I don't think you should let kind of like their party or like the polling or anything really like sway you in that sense, because even though they are elected members and they do go to Ottawa and they're in the House of Commons, they're also in your community a lot Mm -hmm. as well. And they're able to, um, if they are in government as well, they're able to work on bills and they're able to um, do that kind of stuff as well. Um, But then when they come back to your community, they're also gonna be uh, active members in there. So they're 
able to help around in the community and if you really find that that's like beneficial to like where you live then I think that's important as well but I can definitely see kind of like that strategic voting thing that yeah. goes on a lot too because you might think like oh well I really like this person but I don't think they have a chance of winning so I'm not going to vote for them or mm -hmm. I like this person but I'm not really aligned with the party values and it's just kind of like navigating that can be kind of difficult um but I think it's like more on like an individual basis and like like you said like you have it's your vote mm -hmm. um so you're able sure. to do whatever you want with it cool yeah no that makes sense actually someone even asked I think that kind of falls with what you were saying too, how to um, make an effective vote to create change for who's in power. So I think that kind of like uh, the between the local and like the federal, like the disconnect mm -hmm. versus the connect and stuff like that. So yeah, no, you make a really good point. Uh, there's a few questions around um, who to vote for and I guess where to get information on who to vote for. So do you guys have any go-to resources for stuff like that? Um, I always just go straight to like in this case like I already mentioned Elections Canada is a great website which if you put in your postal code it tells you all the candidates in your writing you can go to all of their websites directly from there um but and and also just like go and find them <laughs> talk to them yep totally cool and then let's see what else we got, we got and I know one. um sorry there's um on McLean's they have this article mm. that I think they update frequently that lists all the major parties' stances and like platform issues on certain topic. It's like broken down by topic. So oh like, yeah. What oh, are they nice. doing for CBC you? Does that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a that's a good one. Yeah. So what are it's they really doing great. for youth? What are they mm -hmm. doing for Indigenous issues? What are they doing on housing? Um, and then it'll list it'll list each party, and then you can kind of explore on like what their stance is, mm -hmm. and then if there's nothing that's that said about it, it'll also list that too. So it's kind of telling on like where their priorities are. Yeah, and they have the same thing on CBC, and I prefer the one on CBC to McLean's because it is very in depth. Yeah, uh, it's called Canada Votes 2019, and it's uh, how do you how do the main parties compare on these issues, and it goes through. Mm -hmm. I'll just list a few. Uh, carbon tax, childcare, climate change, education, guns, healthcare, NAFTA, pipeline, seniors, small business, taxes, immigration, indigenous issues, jobs, manufacturing. The the list just really goes on, and it has all of oh, the awesome. all the party stances. Like, where does the liberal stand? The conservative, New Democrat, Bloc Québécois, Green, and People's I'm Party. I'm gonna post this. This is really good. Yeah, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's a long document, but really good information. And I think it's really important to kind of have that, um, just like their stance on it and their yep. platform on it, because there's a lot that can be said, like sometimes members or leaders are like saying certain things and you're not sure like where it stands on it, because sometimes things can kind of be twisted yeah. and like when you're listening to... Sensationalized for sure. Yes, when you're listening to like debates or when you're listening to like statements that they might make or especially like when you're watching any of those kind of like negative ads or like mm -hmm. attack ads almost yeah. mm -hmm. um, because they're always meant to kind of undermine um, the other party. And I feel like that is something as well that young people constantly are like, I'm sick of this. Yeah. They're like, yeah. I don't want to, why is this kind of like, maybe it works for some people, but for I feel like for a lot of the comments that I'm reading, a lot of the people that I'm, 
talking to that I'm close with, they say that it's not really effective and they're not answering questions properly. They're just Oh my gosh, I was watching the debate and yeah. there was like so much sass and so much yeah. passiveness. I was like, okay, like I like to do this on my spare time, but yeah. like, was, what are you guys doing? We're the adults in the room, yeah. Yeah, and like they were saying how the debate did nothing really for undecided voters because mm-hmm. it was just like they weren't too sure anymore after like I was like watching, watching like reality TV. <laughs> and yeah, so like I feel like like a, a one that comes to mind a lot is, and I feel like they kind of might touch on things that people might not necessarily know right off the bat. Yeah. Like I know um, Justin Trudeau talks a lot about um, Doug Ford and the Conservatives. Um, oh yeah, he was attacking him. Like you like Doug Ford. Yeah, I was like, like Doug but, Ford, if, but that's provincial. I'm like if, exactly. Yeah. If nobody knew where he was and right. like that that whole scandal. Like yeah. why is that even? Because it's the association with the Conservative yeah, I mean, Party, right? I knew about it because I was yeah. active on Twitter when that happened. Yeah, but so like, like you might just I be know. like, oh yeah, like, yeah, Doug Ford's conservative. Yeah, Andrew Shear's conservative. Yeah. They're all the same. It's all like that. But it's like that's no Doug Ford's wild. It's just too much. You don't know who to believe, but it's coming out of Justin Trudeau's mouth. Yeah. like it's fine like he yeah, knows no. what he's talking about but those are just the strategies that they kind of mm-hmm. use you know to kind of undermine the other party and to like mm-hmm. make themselves look I, like that so yeah i think it's really revealing in 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 politics and it's another reason why i find it so interesting to study is these smear tactics and mm-hmm. campaigns and yet we're still driven to elect them as our leader <laughs> to talk with other nations yeah, internationally yeah. a thousand percent Right and and just the, the 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 audacity that they have to you know attack each other in that way that wouldn't even stand in the House of Commons, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. They're doing that outside just to gain the popularity to mm-hmm. say, mm-hmm. right? Um, and uh, I think that's what's hilarious is that they're they're basing their a lot of like throughout their um their uh, their their platforms are poke, trying to poke holes in each mm-hmm. other's theories or platforms or ideas and they think that that's how it's going to get them ahead what Mm -hmm. gets them ahead is showing the work that they've done putting the actual effort into getting these things accomplished you know actions Mm -hmm. speak louder than words and we've seen that but what we haven't seen consistently is the actions done and promises kept by the leaders in power Uh that's so funny you say that i literally like in the work that I do, I teach these kids to move with integrity, mm-hmm. honesty, and like hard work. <laughs> and then you got a two men attacking each other, silencing a woman, oh, yeah. <laughs> not letting her yeah. talk. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah, oh. Shout out to the women in politics, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Like that scandal that we had that wasn't really a scandal, but the internet blew it out of proportion. A Canadian when... scandal. Yeah, Canadian scandal. <laughs> Justin Trudeau out with a woman in the yeah, boobs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was a meme for a week. It's just interesting when you oh, get caught in the fire, how mean you can get. Too much, too much. <laughs> um, another question. Um, how can we show young people the reality of why voting matters? I guess, how can the average person advocate for this kind of stuff? Lead by example. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's not it's not just about finding the information. It's it's not just about you know meeting the the candidates. But what can you do as an individual voter, uh, as a person, a member of your community, your school, 
or your job, you can, um, you know, uh, start initiatives. Are you going to come in, out and vote? Are you? Would you like to come vote with me? Let's have a um, voting party. Let's, let's have a voting party. Let's, let's have, have a debate watch party. This is juicier than Kim Kardashian. That, like, yeah, I agree. That's really entertaining. I'm like, why am I watching this by myself? I just yeah. watch this with people. No, I also think that um, it's nice when it's not like it's not just every four years and I think you kind of have to develop a habit for and it gets easier like the more you kind of just read the news and you kind of start getting engaged in knowing what the parties are about and who the leaders are it gets easier and easier and easier so I think just like talking to your friends maybe a bit more about politics or about I mean, I don't, I don't know how to make that fun. I think it's great, but but you know what though? Like speaking on what you're saying, I think in this day and age, um, there is a better, uh, there's more improvement on trying to make politics more interesting. Mm-hmm. I think, um, yeah, like social media has been a big one. Um, I'm and sure think- uh, podcasts, like there's so many podcasts mm-hmm. that are trying mm-hmm. to do politics and stuff like that. Um, and it's not just about the election, like, like you can get involved in a way that affects the politics of your community or of your neighborhood or of your province or of your country in so many more ways than just voting every four years. Like, like I was speaking earlier, like my route was kind of through policy. Like I found that that was a really strong, like when I were um, kind of was involved at my university and I started working with student groups and I found out like, Oh, they're having this issue. Oh, it leads back to policy. Okay, well, I'm going to try and fix that policy. And so, but that's just where my skill set and where my strengths are. And that's what I love. So that's the path that I chose. But there's so many ways of doing it. Like Kim has an incredible story. Sam has an incredible story about how they've carved their own path. And it isn't just showing up at the polls every four years. And so, I, I, and there 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 are ways in which you can get involved with a certain party and help promote Mm, you know mm -hmm. the the party's platforms and the party's ideals but also you can partner with um elections canada they're actually hiring people to um work on election day i did that last year it was paid quite nice so yeah it pays nicely and you know it's a great opportunity for students to really see democracy in action that's a good point actually and democracy um, pays apparently after working it last year and because like i just like for my own like selfish reasons i was like okay i can't just sit there and not know what's going on (laughs) so then i had to do research yeah so yeah like doing things like that it it forces you to um pay attention to what's going on and i feel like i i don't know i i've always voted like i voted in um every now like federal election, provincial, municipal that I've been involved in since I was able to vote. And I feel like I just had that kind of like, well, it's, you know, a privilege, so I need to vote. But not everyone can think that way. And not everyone, I feel like, has an opportunity even. Because sometimes, like you said, like people are super discouraged by like the situation at hand. Or maybe they do have faced like certain like, like real barriers into doing this, into being involved. So I totally acknowledge and recognize that um but like yeah like getting involved with like your candidates or like in all these other different ways is like a good way to kind of see um what else you can do outside of just voting every couple years i think that's important and i I just feel like generally speaking as a as a society you you almost go in extremes right either you're going to go all in in the most highest regard or you're just not even going to do it at all yeah but there's so many things that you can do in between to still be a part of it and to still um Mm -hmm. 
name. So I think we're going to wrap this up now. But just to kind of summarize everything that we've talked about, you guys are, we're all talking, we're all friends. I'm your one friend. I'm like, you know what? I'm just not going to vote. It doesn't even matter. What are you going to say to me? I'm not going to be friends with you. <laughs> <laughs> Re-question the friendship. Because, like, they haven't really been, like, speaking up about things. Yeah. And I'm just going to, like, send a little message and be like, hey, I'm, I'm worried about you. jam. But, like, it's super important to, like, go out and vote. And yeah. Because it's not an opportunity that everyone gets. And I know you've inadvertently talked about things that, like, you might that you're concerned about or things like changes you'd like to see without my like knowing that these are like federal issues or provincial issues and if you do go out there and vote there could be the change that you want to see i think i would say that it's not it's not just about you in a way yeah because your vote is powerful and it's strong and there's like i have friends that aren't Canadian citizens yet and they don't get the chance to vote and there's issues on the table that really really affect them or but like obviously I realize that this is like for Canadians and everything but like even like family members that might not be able to make it to the polls or maybe just don't have as much information but your vote impacts your communities and your society and so sometimes just because you don't want to put the time in to do the reading or to reach out or to kind of get engaged it isn't just about you your vote can help lower barriers in some cases or create opportunities for for like a a society that you want to see so I think that's what I would say but I don't know how effective that would be (laughs) I think I've always stand as um use it or lose it if you don't use your vote then why would why would I care about you complaining about a certain issue that you could have had a say in uh, if, you know, if you uh, are interested in environmental protection or environmental issues and you don't take the time to go vote for someone who aligns with the same you know, policies as you mm-hmm. and then a different party gets into power and completely guts the environmental programming, then why, why should you be able to you know, gripe about it because you didn't take the time to go take like 20 minutes or god forbid 45 minutes of your day to go vote yeah totally i think uh, it's like anything else if you i honestly i i relate everything to like little kids it's like i hear them complaining i'm like you didn't do anything about it (laughs) just be quiet (laughs) yeah at at best it's a ticket for you to be able to complain about your elected leaders (laughs) you get a nice sticker too so (laughs) that's always helpful you just get out of work if you don't Want to go to work. And also, I'm sure a lot of you guys know this. Like, if you really love your job, you want to stay at work, you, you can go ahead of time too. There's like early voting too, right? So, yeah. Thank you guys so much for talking about this kind of stuff. I think it's really, really important. And thank you guys for listening. You know, if you're undecided about voting, I hope this does help. And just at the least, you can just get it out of the way. And no one has to bother you anymore about the fact that you didn't want to vote anymore. <laughs> no worries no worries um yeah so yeah thank you guys for coming i hope you guys enjoy this episode and we will talk to you soon